Weekly Sauce, episode 55. Five. 55. And uh, the, the waking eve of the Montreal Canadiens uh, losing in overtime to the Vegas Knights in Game 4. Vegas ties the series 2-2, uh, heading back to Vegas, full crowd. Uh, mixed emotions, Alex. Mixed emotions for me. But before we get into that, uh, as usual, this episode is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub. So visit Mike's BBQ Rub at MTL.com and use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Also, if you're a basketball fan, um, there's only a few weeks left of the season to make some money. Um, use Hot Sauce for Hot Streak. Join Hot Streak Fantasy. Um, every three minutes, you can make money. Five, ten dollar bets here and there. Pick two to three players. And they'll make you money. Pick Joel B to not get rebounds. That's what I did. Lost money. Pick Trey Young to get points. That's what I did. Won some money. It is what it is. It's a give and take in this world. So join Hot Streak. Use the promo code Hot Sauce. They will match your initial deposit via bonus. Um, and that's it. So support those two companies. Mike's PBQ Rub, MTL.com. Use Hot Sauce 10 and join Hot Streak and use Hot Sauce. Um, a hot Sauce promo code on, this, on the Apple Store. So we're going to talk Habs because it's the fucking... It's the topic. It's the topic, but hold on. R- right before we dive into this, so so this past Sunday was Father's Day. We all had a big ass family brunch, and guess what I used? I used mustard truffle. Oh yeah. And and, and my family members were like, "Wait, wait, wait like, what's the sauce?" They're like, and I'm like, "Hey, here you can you you, you can you can try some." I'm like, "They like the sauce, huh?" He absolutely loved it on their eggs. It goes well with potatoes too. I, I, I tried it with potatoes. It goes well with potatoes as well. Um, and I think we have some new clients for Mike's Barbecue Rub. So use there promo code HOTSAUCE10. Promo code HOTSAUCE10. Yeah, so uh, flavor, of the, flavor of the night is the Habs losing to Vegas 2-1. Paul Byron scoring uh, late in the second. Yeah, late in the second with a minute left. Um, yeah. With just over a minute left. And we saw what happened immediately after with... Suzuki getting punched in the face while the play was still going, right in front of Chris Lee, no whistle, and then Chris Lee, the referee, decides to roll the pe- roll the period. I've never seen that happen in the NHL. I do that at my hockey tournaments when the games are getting rowdy, and I'm like, you know what, just like end the game kind of thing. But this guy did it in the NHL, in the playoffs. This just goes to show how little control this fucking idiot has in his games. It's crazy. And I'm not a guy who likes to complain about the refs, but the, the amount of calls that aren't called on both sides, mostly against the Habs, but the amount of calls that aren't being called is crazy to me. The whole Nosek and Weber thing that happened, they both should have been in the box. I guess they were, but like, it, it shouldn't have let it get to that point. Like, the slashing, the hacking, the fucking cross-checking, the punching, the, the Weber ripping off Nosek's helmet. Like, what? when are they going to, like, <clears throat> start regulating shit? And he, he's not, he's not, he can't control the game. He has lost control completely of the game. And, and, and you know what's the worst of it, man? Uh, after the game on, on, on TVA Sport, Renaud Lavoie and Stéphane Auger, a retired referee from the NHL, they oh, both yeah. went at it. They both, they both went at it. They're like, Stéphane Auger was convinced that Chris Lee was not making any mistakes with the officiating during the game. And Renaud Lavoie was like, hey, you're interrupting me. Like, Stefano Gio was literally interrupting him on TV. Spot. He, he, made, has no, he has no point, so he has to yell over people to make his point. 
it was making it was funny because Maxime Laterre, Guillaume Matandres, they were all behind the scenes and they were all like all awkward, like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> but yeah, that game, awful officiating. I'm, I'm not even sure who's worse now, Chris Lee or Tim Peel. I think Chris. Yeah, Chris, like, this is bad. Like, this is bad. The reason why it's bad is because it's three games in a row. It's not like it's one game. Yeah. Okay, whatever, one game. It's three games in a row, and it's like the fans have been saying it, the league has been saying it, the players, the media, everybody's been saying it. And my experience with, with hockey refs, refs in general, is that they protect each other, man. It's like it's this, this crew. So I'm not surprised Stefan Auger was defending Chris Lee, and he should de- defend Chris Lee because Stefan Auger was a dumb ref too. And... <laughs> No, for real. I mean, listen, I'm not going to bash the guy. I can't tell you. I can't give you word for word of what he did was wrong or whatever. But I remember Stefano G being like, yeah, whatever. This guy's making some sketchy calls. But they protect each other. It's like this fucking community. It's like a cult, these refs. If they were never- yeah, it's like the cops. Exactly. The cops protect each other. Exactly. They protect each other. And, you know, and they should protect each other because they're all idiots when it comes to a certain <laughs> point. And it gets to a point where it's like, when, when are they going to be held accountable for just losing control of the game. If you don't call penalties in the playoffs and you don't call it both sides, I'm very okay with that. But the the Kotkaniemi penalty in game three on Pacioretty, the hooking, smart play by Pacioretty, but still, okay? That same exact thing happened three times in the first period against the Habs, and he never called it, okay? Just to say. Um, then there was the, the, the boarding. Then there was the, the, the boarding on... Um, on Lekkonen. Then there was the boarding on Weber. Then there was Corey Perry's high stick. Then there was the punch to Suzuki's face. Then there was... It's just it's just list after list after list. And it's the same thing with the Habs too. There was a chip. Weber tripped... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Stone on one point. They didn't call that. It, they, he just has no Edmonton, control of the game. Yeah, 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 Edmondson, I think, boarded someone else. I think exactly. I exactly. Yeah. And, then, and then he calls that penalty on Suzuki. I'm like, what is this fucking guy doing, man? That penalty on Suzuki that he called, uh, uh, tripping or interference, whatever it was, what the fuck is he doing? He's lost complete control of this game, and I hope he doesn't come back for Game 5. I really do. Uh, I said, all, all these bad officiating calls, and if, if we lose this fucking series, it's going to be so frustrating because we would be so close from returning to the finals. It would be our first final since 1993. And if the league wants to take it away with shitty officiating, I'm I'm gonna go nuts because I think I feel like we could have easily beaten Vegas in last game and we would have been easily three one the series. Now it's two two. We're going back to Vegas. It's crazy, and it's the better team. The better team lost the last two games. Yeah, I'd yeah, because so. last game the Habs outplayed uh, Vegas. They just don't have enough scoring. To be able to to match up, uh, Letter played really well. That breakaway on Caulfield, that that save proved to be the game saver right there. That was the game saver, yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, I mean, Josh Anderson getting Josh Anderson's playing really well, man. Like he's not he's not getting the opportunities he should, but he's he's effort at a million. Um, and the same thing goes to Vegas, man. Like you know, we've we, you and I have batched patch already, but. You know, he's the one that caused the goal, the game-winning goal. He's, you know, he played really well yesterday. He had a lot of shots. Um, Mark Stone too. He just hasn't found the 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 avenue. The Habs did a really good, uh, really good job at finally shutting down um, Theodore and Petrangelo in the offensive D's. Um, but for the most part, man, it's just it's been it's just it's it's a fucking stressful game to watch because you don't know what's going to get called and what isn't going to get called. 
Yeah, now I'm wondering if uh, the Habs are actually going to make some some changes to the lineup because I know Jake Evans is ready to return. And uh, I wouldn't put him in for Lekkinen, though. Because that would be the only substitution they could make. Yeah, because other than that, who is it? Armia? Armia is playing really good. That line works. You know what I mean? That Perry, Armia, Stahl line is working. If you take him out, you take out Stahl. I mean, it's tough to say because Stahl has been a... He's won a Stanley Cup. He's been, you know, he's he is who he is. He's he's brought here for this for to play in the playoffs. But if you do take him out, you take out Stahl. But I wouldn't put him in. It sucks for Jake Evans. But realistically, you got to do what's best for the team. And Lekkonen's playing really well. I mean, last game he was a little bit, I didn't really see him too much. Uh, but for the most part, he's been playing pretty good. It all depends on Luke Richardson and Ducharme now, what they decide to do. Do they decide to or, go to Jake Evans? Or, or they could actually decide to surprisingly put Tatar. And Tatar's been scratched, man. We need some offense. And, you know, playing against his, his, his old team, maybe he'll get a fire in his ass. And uh, We're not going to beat, uh, the Habs aren't going to beat the, um, the Knights with scoring one goal a game. That's just not going to happen. We need at least three goals. So it's tough, and, man. Going going into Vegas now, full capacity crowd for Vegas. That's the part that scares me the most because the Habs have right now have been two games with their crowd, thirty five hundred people. I uh, FYI, selling game six tickets. Message me. Um, <laughs> section C, section three hundred one, row C, seats eight and nine. Message me. Best prices available. Um, wait, wait. That's your your white tickets. No, we white? don't get we don't get the same exact seats. We get we get whichever are available because they 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 chose the seats they are allowed to put in, right? So uh, it's on the other side of the ice, so it's behind the penalty. It's behind the 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 bench, and it's white section C, so like six rows up in the middle. It's a pretty that's good. Sick. It's it's actually center ice too. It's actually they're pretty good seats. Um, and uh, yeah, so message me if you want tickets. I got the hookup. Um, yeah, so full capacity crowd going to Vegas. I know the Habs stole game two in Vegas, which is unbelievable to me. Um, can they do it again, man? Can they do it again? Price needs to be – it has to be a shutout. It has to be a shutout, and the Habs just need to score one goal because that's the only way they're going to beat Vegas. For real. It's the only way they're going to beat Vegas. I don't see them being able to score three, four goals to get a commanding lead unless it's a game like 3-2 where it's back and forth. I can't say two. Uh, I think it's going to be like a two-one game. What do they do? Man? That's, it's like fuck. I'm I, I'm actually nervous. Like I've never been nervous to watch a hockey game, but I'm like because it's like we have so much hope, you know, for the Habs to make it there. Hopefully they do it, man. I mean, it's it's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The run so far has been very impressive. It's it's a it's it's a, it's a real Cinderella run. Because I'm sorry, everyone everyone was saying, oh, you're going to get swept by the Leafs. Oh, you're gonna get swept by the Jets because they're rested. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're, uh, and the Knights are gonna sweep you. So every time the Habs are proving people wrong, and it's and it's super hilarious because every single fan base gets mad. They're like, "Oh, you win because of Carey Price." It doesn't matter. Fuck. Okay, we have we have Carey Price. Other teams have Matthews and McDavid. Exactly. If Matthews to make if Matthews and McDavid don't step up, that's their own fucking problem. Exactly. And, well, why why I, should the Habs be penalized for that? I'm pretty sure if Matthews would have scored a hat trick against us or even won the series for Toronto, we wouldn't be talking, oh, you won the series because of because you have Matthews. It's such a it's such a tired argument to have people say, 
oh, you guys got lucky because uh, Shafi got injured, JT got injured, whatever, all that stuff. It's such, a, it's such a tired argument. It's like, do you have anything else? Like, like all the Habs haters, and I get it, Habs fans are annoying. They're annoying, partially me. They're annoying. But at the end of the day, the, the product on the ice has been performing. Something happened in that meeting with Stahl and Perry that really lit a fire in these guys' eyes, and I'm excited and, to see what's going to happen. And not to mention, because most uh, most opponents' fans are not mentioning Jonathan Drouin being out, who last year's playoffs was a great performer. Every time he touches the puck in the playoffs, he plays well. And even when it was yeah. Lightning, too, he was really good in the playoffs with Lightning, too. Dwayne's uh, a, a loss, too, man. Like if he come, If he decides to come back, do we slot him in? Like, I don't know what they do. Uh, man, Dwayne, I'm going to be straight up honest what's going to happen. Many Habs fans are not going to be happy, but Drew I think it's over with the Habs. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because, look, Drew problem is not with the team. It's because Drew has been communicating with the team, um, with, with Ducharme. He's been communicating with Ducharme. You know, Ducharme is like, hey, how you doing, Drew and all that. Um Durant's issue is not with the team; it's with the fans and the media. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, you can't take the pressure. And, and I, I just feel like if he changed teams, it would be a benefit for him because right now the team and the media both affect his mental health. And I don't because f- if he return, even if he returns, I don't think it's going to change anything. It's going to be the same old story. And the media is going to say, oh, Durant's back. Oh, let's bash him this year because he didn't score in 20, in 20 games. <laughs> no, so, Durant's going to come back. He's not going to score for a game, two games. And they'll be like, oh, why did he come back? He's wasting space. It's just it's it's the Montreal media. It's the way it is, right? And it's, he's, he shouldn't be. Like, I don't think that a guy can take off, then have this run, and then decide to come back. And I think that if even if he decides to come back, he can get off his jet skis Um and he can come to the, he can come to the locker room and be with the boys and do the pregame skate and stuff. But he, I don't think he should be touching the line, especially they're playing so well right now. Like they they made zero mistakes last game. The only mistake was just a really weak goal on Carey Price. Um, zero mistakes, and I, I don't trust that Dwayne will come back and he w- he would add anything to the lineup. I don't know if he would. Um, in this current lineup, actually. I would potentially would like, you know, Duran with Kotkaniemi and Anderson, but currently Byron, KK, and Anderson are working well together, so mm-hmm. I just don't know where he, where he would slot in if he if he wants to come back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what's... Like, where do you put him? Like, I hate Toffoli on that line, by the way, with Dano. I don't th- – I think Toffoli should be with Suzuki. Hold on. I, I, I thought Toffoli was with Suzuki and Caulfield. Not last night. See that was stupid. That was a stupid yeah, decision. La- last night was Caulfield, Suzuki, and um, and Gallagher. No, and Anderson. Yeah, that's not. And then, uh, it, was, and then it was Toffoli, Dano, and um, Lekkinen. Should have kept the same lines. I feel like. Eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like they still played well. Like they were just like one shot away from winning the game, and just a really bad bounce in front of the net. Passed by Pacioretty to Nicolas Roy, scoring in front of his home fucking crowd and his parents and shit. <laughs> like fuck, man! It's like how many times are Montreal? How many times is a Montreal native gonna screw over Montreal? 
Yeah, he scored in game four and he scored in game three. Yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> they perform better, man. Yeah, that's what my dad keeps saying to me. Like they do. He he kept saying, "Oh, whenever Quebecois are in Montreal, that's when they perform the best." Hundred percent. Like whenever, like whenever fucking Brodeur would be in Montreal, he would do anything in his power to fucking win. Yeah. Um. Let's go to the other side. Sorry, finish what you were saying. But we didn't see that with Flurry. <laughs> well, we we we're not seeing it this year. But Flurry used to be a hat killer back in the day. yeah yeah back in the day yeah, yeah back in the day. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, on the other side, Islanders play tonight against the Lightning. Series is tied two uh, two. Um, Islanders, man, they look good. They look good, and they don't have Anders Lee. Ah. Uh. The Islanders, they're just like the Habs. Uh, And I think the NHL will hate, absolutely hate, if the Habs face the Isles in the finals. Because because it's going to be so physical. Hold on. It's going to be physical. Not a a high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be a game, whoever scores two goals is going to win the game. They're both super defensive systems. And Barry Trotz... System also suppresses the attackers, just like the Montreal system. Yeah, and it's going to be insane because the first goal we're going to be like, okay, that team won the game because it's going to be so fucking tight defense. Well, it's going to be funny because if it's not tight defensively, we're going to be like, oh, we're, we're all wrong. They all went <laughs> out and you imagine know, they all we, imagine they get to the Stanley Cup as <laughs> the Habs and the Islanders, and it's like seven goal games. <laughs> Which I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, I would not be surprised because it gets two styles. Whenever two styles hit, like when you two magnets, ever put two magnets next to each other, they kind of like they go the other way. Yeah, it's the same thing that's going to happen. Two defensive styles. Somebody's going to come out to be offensive. You Has to I mean? be. It's not going to be a one nothing game every time. Well, I hit it back in the days when, well, it all started with the New Jersey Devils, and then the with the Flyers, the trap system. Awful, man. Awful. Why did you come up with that? How? Because it shuts people you, down. Fuck. You just wanted to play defense and and say fuck off. And, and also, it, it, it got so bad that at one point, um, I think it was during a, a Flyers game, um, the Flyers were staying all the way back in their zone. They were waiting until the the player actually. They were waiting for the Ottawa Senators player. What it was Guy Boucher? Mm-hmm. They were waiting for Islanders player, the Sens player, to go in and get the puck from us. So they were waiting behind, and the, then the ref had to call off and blow the whistle because it took so much time. And but yeah, I think the Isles and Boltzke, uh series. I think the Isles will come will come up victorious. I think the yeah, you think Islanders are going to win in seven, six? What are we talking? Seven. Because tonight goes back to Tampa Bay, and then they'll go uh, back to New York and back to Tampa Bay. So they're going to have to win two, one game away. Has to be. And I two think tonight, I, I think Islanders win tonight. And I think the whole league hates uh, the, the Bulls right now because of Why? They're, they're 18 million over the cap. Okay, so first of all, I don't know if I was talking about it with you guys, but oh no, it was with my buddies. I had no idea that that was a rule. I had, I was like everybody like everybody's like oh they're over the cap they're over the cap I'm like how can they be over the cap doesn't the cap tell you how many people how much money you're allowed to have on the ice 
it's a loophole because the because the playoffs the cab doesn't count anymore. So that's crazy. So that's all I was giving the example. Let's say let's say the Habs aren't a contender, okay? And the Lightning are in the situation. They can trade whatever for the Foley example. How much does the Foley make? Five million, four and a half? Uh, four and a half, yeah. Four and a half. So let's say they trade for Toffoli, okay? And then Kucherov comes back. That means that Kucherov, the, whatever Kucherov's salary doesn't count against the cap. Well, it does, but it's going to go over. That's fucking And, and that's what they did. That's what they did because Kucherov was actually ready to return before the season even ended. Okay. But they, so if he had but, come but back before in, the season ended, would they have been – if they had come back before the season ended, would, would they be cap compliant? No. So because he only came back in the playoffs, it doesn't count. Exactly. Because because uh, he was still on the long-term injury list, reserve oh. list. Okay. So like Andrews so, Lee right now, if he comes back, he doesn't count against the cap. He doesn't count. Because he's in long-term IR. That's fucked yeah. up. That's actually – that's a crazy loophole. That's a, it's a crazy loophole that they've been abusing these past two years. I mean, why isn't – I mean, I'm sure every team – not every team has tried. But like – like, like example for price. Like, if um, price goes down, if, uh, uh, let's say price goes down, right? Yeah. So we get, so we get ten and a half million freed up in cap space. So at, at the trade deadline, we can acquire Ovechkin, um, give up no cap space. Well, we it's it's nine million his cap hit, right? So, and then we wait until the playoff starts, and then we we remove price from the long term injury lists. And then we got Price and Rovechkin. Yeah. So that's how fucked up it is. Ah, whatever. What are you going to do? Am I lagging right now? Yeah, you're lagging. Fuck, man. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's okay. I have no idea. I didn't move. I didn't touch anything on my computer, and all of a sudden, I'm lagging. Oh. No, it's fine. I'm all right there. I'm all right there. So, yeah. So, Habsman, what do you think? So, tonight, Isles, give me your predictions for Islanders in Tampa Bay before we go into some news. 4-2 Isles tonight. 4-2 Islanders? That's actually a good pick. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 4-3 Bolts overtime. Braden, Braden Point, because that guy somehow has fucking ice in his veins when it comes in the playoffs. Tomorrow night, what do you got for the Habs? In Vegas. 2-1 two, two Habs. It's going to be low scoring. I'm going to go I'm going to go like 4-1 Vegas. You're nuts. No, I'm not nuts. They're going back home. That was a big win for them. It was a big you win. You know what? They're going to find a way to win on the roads cuz the Habs are going to be u- u- unified and on on the plane and all that. They're going to they're going to want to win that game, so hopefully they're playing enough card games to pump them up on the plane. But hold on, are your tickets on for sale if they win? No, or no, if they lose, I have Game Six. They're on. They're on sale no matter what. I'm not going to the game. Really? Why I, not? I'd, I'd rather make money and watch the game at home. <laughs> For real. I mean, I, I, I can tri- I can triple my money with the tickets. Why would I? Why would I not sell my tickets? Well, it depends how much how much they're going to be sold for. So I just. Check right before we got right before we started recording. They're selling for about like my section is selling for about eight hundred dollars for the pair for a, a ticket, which is more than double what I paid for. Oh, cool! Damn. And that's right now. So if the Habs win, if the Habs win tomorrow night and it's an elimination game, game six, Saint Jean, Saint Jean, people get fucking <laughs> rowdy. 
you can make some money. You can make like, yeah. yeah, I can sell them for like I can sell the pair for like twenty five hundred. So yeah, uh, so you so you better hope for the Habs to win because if they win, they're gonna be in demand. Definitely, I want. I didn't even care. I wanted the Habs to win <laughs> last night. I wanted them to win out and just make it to the Stanley Cup final. I don't give a shit. I rather that I would give up my tickets for free if I knew if it was gonna tell me that the Habs are gonna win the Stanley Cup. Hundred percent. There's no doubt. For sure. Because how many times? Like I was okay. Ninety three. What I was. I was seven years old when they won the Stanley Cup. That's not like fucking. It's not a memory. It's not a memory. I don't have any memories of the Habs being good in the playoffs. I mean, I have two seasons in 2014 and 2010. They were good. Maybe there was a couple seasons before that too where they were decent, but I don't have anything, man. Nothing. I have nothing to work with here, and I'm a fucking diehard Habs fan. Uh, it's gonna be a rough stretch, man. I, I, I do want to see us in the finals, and it's it's. Because, just because to see all the haters come up and say, "Oh, and imagine if we win the cup, they're gonna start saying it was a, it was a asterisk." They're gonna say all that. It was a fake. It was season, a oh, that, it, blah, it, blah, 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 blah. it would. They would say it, it was a Mickey Mouse Stanley Cup. That's what they say. Every Bruins <laughs> fan, every Bruins fan in Montreal is gonna say it's not a real Stanley Cup. But if the Bruins had won the Stanley Cup, they'd be like, "See, it was the toughest Stanley Cup to win." Every fucking... They're all fucking idiots. Everybody's an idiot, okay? Every every fucking... Everybody's stupid in this world, including me, including you. We're all dumb, okay? Especially when it comes to our sports teams. We get on these... We get we get so passionate about something that they don't give it... They don't... You think fucking Lekkonen gives a shit about my season tickets? Well, you, you kind of pay his salary. Not really. I mean, the amount that I pay for season tickets compared to what he makes is not much. <laughs> and indire- indirectly, you you make a percentage. You pay his salary. I don't even know how much I pay per year. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I pay like probably like five thousand a year for tickets. What's his not salary? bad? Well, how much does Lekanen make? Uh he makes uh, two and a half. Two or it's no, change. two point four. It's a game 2. check. 4. It's a game check for him. Fuck. It's a one one game check for him at this point. It is what it is. So um, that's hockey. Uh, Football news. Carl Nassib comes out. Comes out of the closet. Carl Nassib, defensive lineman for the Oakland Raiders, formerly of the Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, he played for a lot of teams. Carl Nassib finally comes out and he says, hey, listen, I'm gay. And um, he doesn't want to make a big thing about it. He just wants to uh, be a leader of the cause and show people that it's okay to come out and Apparently, all of a sudden, people are ripping on him. People are saying that he's looking for attention. How well, dumb is that? <laughs> Them rip. I, I I don't get it. You. It's not that he's seeking attention. He's trying to. He even said it. He's like, "I'm a private guy. You know, I'm not doing this for any other reason other than just you know to be a voice, and that's it." And he's uh, trying to get something off his chest. Okay, we all have something that we want. We, we want to get off this chest sometimes, and it's like, it, when you get that off your chest, like you feel so much better. Of course, and yeah, I, I think, think he's the first openly gay one, right? Well, it was him. Well, the first player who played in the NFL active. Okay, okay. But well, well, there's Michael Sam. Remember? Oh, Michael Sam. Yes, of course. Played for the Alouettes. Oh, oh, he's not with the Alouettes. 
No, no, he didn't. He only played one year with the Alouettes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah he didn't play pro play football after. Yeah. Uh, listen, and he did that during Pride Month, so it's 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 all about awareness and exactly. Fuck, and the worst part is, is he's playing for Oakland. Oakland is like this, like the ultimate, like fucking red county. Like they don't give a shit about that stuff, you know what I mean? So it's gonna be uh, well, Oakland. I call him Oakland still, but it's Vegas. Actually, Vegas will be probably be accepted. Well, yeah, yeah. well, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? No, but what what he said was right, though. What what did he say exactly? What he said was right. Though. He said he's like, I want it to be where the I don't like people don't have to do these things. Like people don't have to like announce it. He wants it to be normalized, right? He wants it to be like if you're gay or if you're part of the LGBT LGBTQ community. That you don't have to ju- you don't have to like do a whole press conference and announce it. You just do it. You live your life, and that's it. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah, live your life. That's uh, I. Uh, people here. So, so ever since I've moved to um, to California, and especially my you know county, like like whenever you look at the local news uh, posts on Facebook, you you always like like whenever there's there's something about the pride, like something about the LGBTQ community. They always start hating and being like, "Oh God, um, see, see, God didn't help this guy or whatever." The f- I don't know. They, they come up with some religious fucking arguments. I, I don't get it. He, he, he's allowed to do his own thing. We, we, America's a free country. If he wants, if he wants to be gay, well, that's I mean, his that's, choice. That's the thing. It's not that he wants to be. It's that he was born that way, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. That's really, what I mean. Yeah, not really his choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, listen, if you want to be, then go ahead. You live in a free country, yeah. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Anybody that tells you otherwise can suck your balls, literally. Um, <laughs> that, well, I mean, listen, how hypocritical is this? Is You have all these people that, that pump religion and say, oh, God wasn't in this one. And then you have fucking Ben Zobrist, who his wife was cheating on him with her with their pastor. You know what I mean? The guy that preaches. And, like, how hypocritical is religion when... Not everybody's following the same fucking... Hold and on. They're, they're going to say God's not in that guy? Like, go fuck yourself. And aren't pastors supposed to be virgins? No, no. it's He's not a uh, he's not a priest. He's a pastor. It's different. He's more like a... Ah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. pastors can be married. They can have kids. Like, they can do the whole thing. It's not the yeah, same okay. thing. But, the same. but still fucked up. Yeah. Still fucked up. It's like those, ev- those uh, <laughs> evangelical uh, TV... The te- televangelists, whatever they're called. Televangelists. Like fucking um, those guys that make millions off of preaching on TV. Ever see those guys? Creepiest guys of all time. Uh, no. Like Joel Joel Osterman, Joel Oldman, something like that. They're you never see. Think- guarantee you've seen these guys. Guaranteed. They're guys that like they go on TV and they have like auditoriums of people that follow them and people pay monthly to be able to watch them live and every Sunday I think I, uh- and every Sunday they preach. Joel okay, Oster- I think Oster- I. Oster- okay, okay, I think I know what you're talking about. I, I, I'm just not good with names. I'm, I'm, I'm like, if I see it, I'll recognize. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm not, but, but I think I know what you're talking about. Those guys are the biggest fucking scam artists in the history of the world. Anyway, and that's where we're gonna end it. Fuck to, to fuck televangelists. Televangelists. I can't even say the word. Um, but, you know, but you know what was worse back in the days? Back in the days, people were actually selling tickets to heaven. Okay. That's how fucked up it was. I'd buy some tickets. <laughs> well, that's how that's how, that's how uh, Mark Cuban made, made his like first like first fortune. He would sell good luck 
in the mail. So people, he it's like chain mail. So people, he would send somebody a mail and be like, send five dollars to this address and you'll have good luck all year, or you'll be able to go to heaven or something like that. And Fuck you, Mark Cuban. People would do it. I think I'm gonna start doing it. Fuck it. Yeah, I like the the Mavericks, man. Just because of Cuban. They fucking they got rid of everybody. Anyway, <laughs> we'll end it. We'll end it there. Uh, go Habs, go uh, tonight. Islanders and the Lightning. Uh, you got four two Islanders. I got um, I don't remember what I said. I think I said four three. Four three bolts. Four three overtime for the bolts tomorrow. I got four one. Uh, Vegas, you have two one Habs. Conservative. Um, we'll see what happens, man. Hopefully the Habs can pump one out and then come back home for the game winner for the for the series clincher. Because going back to Vegas in Game Seven, I don't think that's going to be. Any, I don't think that's going to be in the Habs' favor. So they got to get it done. Game five. Um, that's it, buddy. Mike's BBQ Rub. MTL.com. Use Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off the entire site. Also, if you're a basketball guy, there's only a few weeks left. Uh, join Hot Streak Fantasy. Um, use Hot Sauce promo code. You get you double your money if you use Hot Sauce promo code. You deposit 100 bucks, they give you 100 bucks. You deposit 50, they give you 50. If you're cheap, if you're you know short a little cash because of COVID, pandemic, all that shit, you want to put 20 bucks, they'll give you 20 bucks. Just use Hot Sauce promo code, and they will do that. Um, that's it for me Alex as usual peace and don't forget to rub your meats